Hello everyone and welcome back to the end of the island. We hope you've enjoyed the content so far and thanks to everyone who's messaged us and been in touch. As always, if you'd like to get in contact with us, you can do so via theendoftheisland at gmail.com or message us on any of the junior rowing news platforms. If you're listening to us on Spotify, remember to give us a follow and subscribe if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Today, we're bringing you a special interview with the 2019 world champion in the men's single skull, Ollie Zeidler. Will Tyrrell sat down with him earlier on in the week and here's what he had to say. I'm delighted to be joined by Oli Zeidler, world champion in the men's single skull. Um, we'd just like to begin with lockdown in Germany. How how did your training go while Germany was in this lockdown period? Yeah, first of all, thanks for having me here. It's a pleasure to be here. And uh, yeah, lockdown came pretty suddenly here in Germany. Um, I had a few um, pieces on the water just before they announced that um, we can't go out anymore. Um, I'm lucky because in the single skull, um, I'm allowed to um, do sport on my own on fresh air. So um, I had a bit of a chat with the authorities for about one week. And after that, I was allowed to go on the water again. So um, besides weightlifting training, nothing has changed in my training program. So um, I'm one of the lucky guys, I would say, here in Germany um, regarding the lockdown restrictions. Yeah, okay. Also, we've noticed you've been doing a lot of ergo training as well in lockdown. You had your virtual live race on the RP3 against uh, Nielsen. Um, how, how do you think that those racing compares virtually compared to being right next to him in a lane on a 2K regatta? Um, well, it was quite an a interesting experience uh, because we just used the racing software and because of some connection issues in Denmark, we had got jumps of uh, Sveri's boat uh, with 100 meters ahead and back and head back. So it wasn't really... Um, a head-to-head head race, but um, in the end, the score um, was was the important thing, I think. And um, as I won, I'm pretty happy with my fitness at the moment. And I think that um, the e-racing really has got a future for uh, for us rowers as well, because normally we do our 2K pieces uh, in winter and then uh, in spring again. Um, but we no, never have these um, competition or these uh, comparison to other nations. And uh, this makes it possible to actually have a race uh, indoor, um, which is especially um, important for the winter training, maybe, when you don't have any regattas. So uh, for me, it's uh, pretty interesting. Yeah. And you've also you've got a very quick 2K time on the RP3. It's the second fastest in the world. Um, at the moment, so mm-hmm. how how close do you think is that something you're aiming towards in terms of pushing to be the fastest on the RP three two K time? Um, yeah, I I would say so. Um, I did my two K um, twelve hours after my Christmas dinner, so um, it was <laughs> the best uh, preparation. It was just for fun, just going in the basement and where my perks are. And then jumping on the RP3 and do a 2K without any um, serious preparation. So um, maybe within the next weeks, I will have another try and 
maybe I can break the one twenty two split. I think is the current world record. So this is yeah. uh, this one another challenge. Yeah, I'd struggle to get those splits just doing a max split in, in as yeah. quick as I could, let alone for two thousand meters. <laughs> um, so also. Um, want to talk about uh, the Tokyo 2021 Olympics, which is still being branded as Tokyo 2020. Um, how, how did your preparation, um, how was your preparation going for Tokyo up until lockdown began? And then how do you think your training plan is going to change with an extra year added on? Um, well, um, I think I had a pretty good um, training in winter. So I had a good base for the, for the season. And uh, when I look at my times in the boat now, if I do some pieces, um, they're also pretty fast. So we haven't done um, anything wrong in winter, I would say. Uh, so it's very unfortunate that uh, there's no racing at the moment. So um, no, um, no chance to compare to other, other scholars in the world um, because this is the important thing at the end. Um, maybe others are even better have a better form at the moment but um, because of the postponement I think I've got one more year now the others aren't getting uh, getting younger I'm one of the youngest guys in the field so maybe it's an, op um, an opportunity for me to become even better and yeah that's what I'm that's what I'm aiming for at the moment yeah okay brilliant um, we were also, we're also interested in hearing about your career as a swimmer as well before um, you became a rower. I know you have a, a rowing background in your family, but what um, initially made you decide to change from being a swimmer and then going into rowing instead? Uh, well, um, I'm from a rowing family. Um, I also tried rowing before I actually started in 2016. Um, but uh, I was also a pretty good swimmer so there was no um no reason for changing the sport at this point of my career and after 2016 where i haven't made it to the olympics and my team my swimming team in munich um, split off so many retired many of my teammates which are also my good friends still um retired from swimming so there was not the fun left and so um after a short break from any sport where I haven't felt uh, good, um, I decided to jump in a boat um, and go out with my sister, who was um, already a rower, um, and try to um, yeah stay fit. This was the this was my first intention, and when it went better and better and better, um, I suddenly became more um, performance focused again. And just wanted to um, show what I can do in this sport, and yeah, that's how it all started. Okay. And uh, how do you think those um, those swimming events that you go to? How do they differ from all the regattas that you go to across that last a long a whole weekend or so? Well, um, a swimming event is not that much fun, I would say, because you are all day in a uh, in a gym or somewhere else um and there's bad air and everything so a regatta course is definitely the better place to do sport nice. and um as a swimmer i was a i was a sprinter actually so maximum uh my maximum was 200 meters which is about one 150 um mm -hmm. in minutes so um it's 
a lot shorter than a rowing race, actually. And I never <laughs> thought that I can perform for seven minutes, for about seven minutes um, in a boat that good. Um, as I was, uh, as my main discipline was 100 meter freestyle, which was less than a minute. And this is not really comparable to a rowing race. Yeah. If you think 2000 <laughs> meters is a sprint, then try swimming, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, also, and we uh, we've noticed during lockdown you're involved in the Concept Two Spring Eight series. Because mm -hmm. they've, I'm also in a crew for that. But um, each week, so there's a different event. So there's the there's a half hour, there's a six k, a four minute, a two k, five hundred meter. Um, do you, do you normally train for those longer distances as well in your normal training schedule? Um, yes, in winter definitely. Um, and as we are just out of our winter training program and not, um, had been on our way to peak for a 2K best performance, um, I'm <clears throat> pretty confident about all the challenges because they are all in my repertoire, um, all in, in me. So I can do um, 30 minutes as well as uh, five hundred meter at the moment, but I'm not such a sprinter on the on the erg I must say. So I feel comfortable from three minutes plus, I would say. <laughs> yeah. And so when when the challenge goes from being a half hour one week to then five hundred meters the next week, then there's no issue for you there in changing from such a longer piece to something that lasts. Um no, not really. The only issue um event was really the five hundred meters because that's just too short for me. But I performed pretty well there too, so um, I'm happy with the results there. Yeah. Yeah. No, it certainly looks like it. Your crew is ranked in the top of the leaderboards quite well so far. Yeah, there? I think the Kiwis are the Kiwis are better than us, but um, we are a, a mixed crew. There are some ergers, there are some former rowers, and um, I think three um, active rowers. So um, it's a bit of a mixture of uh, of people in there um, but it's it's a lot of fun because uh, at the moment we don't have anything else to do than uh, racing on Erks maybe. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> awesome um, and also so there's been a lot of races that have been cancelled this summer um, were you planning on going to every international event that was yeah I was I was planning to do all the World Cups um, the German championships in between, then Europeans, and then, of course, the Olympics. This was my my yeah. plan for the season. But um, as you all know, everything yeah. uh, postponed or um, cancelled. Yeah. Um, okay, and we're just a uh, final few questions. So uh, you've had a short career. You started competing on the international stage in 2018. But so... Um, just wondering, what has been the favorite race that you've been in so far? So my favorite race was my actually my first international race because this was where I realized that I can really um, can become one of the best um, in the field in the single skull. This was Belgrade um, in 2018, the first World Cup, where, where I rode uh, 1,500 meters in front of Sunek, who was my absolute role model at this time, so uh, this was just amazing. And after the race, many people came to me and said something magical happened on this on this lake when you rode there, and they all had goosebumps and everything. So this was uh, quite a quite a nice story about this race, and it's st still my favorite. Yeah. 
Yeah. Even if uh, I haven't won it. <laughs> um, and also, so um, if you could give any advice to younger rowers who's who are aiming to join national squads and competing on an international stage, what would you say to them? Well, um, you have to work hard on your technique, on your on your fitness, of course. And uh, if you have got a good um, good fitness and a good good technique. Um, I think the the trainers will be the coaches will be pleased uh, to have you in in your boat, and then um, just do your uh, your own way. So just try to do the best you can, and uh, convince them the coaches that you belong in the boats. And yeah, you will have a lot of fun because the international rowing scene is actually um, more even more fun than all the other races I I was in. So. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's a good that's a good goal to achieve. Once again our thanks to Ollie Zeidler for taking the time out and talking to Will earlier on in the week. That's all we're gonna have for this special episode of the end of the island, and we'll next be back on Tuesday with our chat with Bobby Thatcher and Headington's captain Armana Milne will be joining us for the recording as well.